0: Welcome, 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 ladies and gentlemen, we are once again live down here in the Bear Cave Studios for another episode of the Sports Frenzy Podcast, Sold Out. With me, your host, Freddy Aloso, with my co-host, the devil's advocate, Robert Fain. Uh,
1: yesterday in wrestling history, we had a debut of one of my favorite wrestlers, Asuka, 2004, the Empress of
0: Tomorrow. Wow, it's been that long. All right. Yeah. And with our other co-host, Mr. In Your House himself, Blackbeard himself,
2: the encyclopedia. And gentlemen, this is actually not a quote from In Your House. We are celebrating next Wednesday, 25 year anniversary, or 25 years since Austin 316. King of the Ring 96, next Wednesday the 23rd. Sorry Rob, I'm going to steal your thunder.
1: That's all right. That's a, that's something that needs to be mentioned. Right. Absolutely.
0: S- speaking of King of the Ring, the word going around is WWE's looking to bring it back. I don't know in what yes. format. It'd be nice if it it was the one night only, not the you know, over a month span leading to the pay-per-view. But we'll see how WWE does
2: you know what if they did a couple weeks of qualifying matches though that would actually eat some time and give us some meaningful shit instead of what we've been getting every week
1: very true and if the winner also it means something it elevates somebody it would also be nice right
0: we can all wish to santa
1: and see what we get (laughs) we we can wish in one hand and shit in the other
0: (laughs) (laughs) exactly so let's jump into it guys um we had TakeOver this weekend. The results are in. Bum, bum, bum. Again.
1: Well, um, El- everybody did has,
0: good except uh, Stevie. Eloso has gone perfect along with the encyclopedia this week.
1: The world's going to end. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Steve went 3-2, and, and The Devil's Advocate went 4-1. and one.
2: I was going to say... Nobody did really badly. I mean, even 3 and 2 is not great. But for somebody that never watches wrestling anymore, it's just Stevie G.
1: So what do you think of the show? Did you watch it? Anybody? Either one of you? Yeah. <laughs> the internet lights. The two of you.
2: <laughs> no. I watched it. I thought it was a good show, a very good show. NXT Takes Overs usually are. Do I think it was one of their best ones? Far from it. And that's fine. They all can't be perfect, you know? I mean, AEW and NXT usually put out good special events. They're not all going to be eight or nine out of tens. I'd say this one was a solid seven to a seven and a half. I think for me, though, to my surprise, because I haven't really been that impressed with his ring work until now, but for me, the million-dollar championship ladder match, I thought was the match of the night with the Fatal Five-Way coming in a close second. What you, did you like guys think? I thought it was good. I mean, the action kept going.
1: I have to say, um, I'm going to say it again. I'm not impressed with Car- with Karian Cross at all. It seems like they used him as like a, they they would eliminate him for a little while and let the real wrestlers fight, and then he would come in, and then they'd kick him out to let the real wrestlers fight, and then they'd kick him out. He he really doesn't do anything for me. He doesn't He doesn't move the dial at all. I mean, those guys were moving at like lightning speed, and then he would come in and kind of shut everything down. And I thought, it, you know, that would have been a way more interesting match if it was a fatal four-way. Um, I don't know. I don't I don't get him. I don't. I, I his he can't he can't deliver a promo. Mm-hmm. The best thing about him is when he comes to the ring. I think everything after that goes downhill. So I thought that I was really disappointed in that match. I didn't like it at all, to be honest with you. Um, the latter match, I thought was good. Um, I don't know. I, 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 you know, I know I didn't pick him to win, but I would have thought they could have gotten a lot more mileage out of uh, Cameron Grimes winning because you you could just see all the comedy. I mean, I can I see why they gave it tonight, but at the same time, I think um, that they missed an opportunity there. I mean, I think they're eventually gonna bring that up because it looks like now they've made Cameron Grimes a good guy, right, and he's gonna fight. LA Knight but I think off the bat I think you could have went the other way and maybe had Knight turn on DiBiase at some other point like have DiBiase help him win the title and then have him turn on him but whatever Um, like you said I was not it was not one of the better shows it was good but it wasn't great by any means
0: right I gotta agree with you guys it was a good show Uh, very predictable Um, I did like we had mentioned it last week with Grimes You know i feel like the the money in him is in the chase at back after the title um now that he'll have dibiase i guess in his corner maybe that'll boost it a little more maybe give it a little more cachet and la knight's looking for like a Virgil character apparently so we'll see where that goes um with cross rob i see your point um I don't know if maybe it's just his style. Maybe he's a big guy. He does more of the slow shit power moves, but you put him in there with a bunch of small guys who can go. I don't know. It's not like they're Shawn Michaels and crosses Diesel and they could pull out a great match out of their ass, but I don't know what his deal is.
1: I mean, who's going to beat him? he made them all he made them all look like there's nobody could beat him i mean he couldn't four guys couldn't take him down so they've yeah. kind of painted themselves into a corner in my opinion
0: i think the guy to beat him should be walter that's when you have walter come over and take him out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then send him up to the main
1: roster
2: i was going to say the bigger problem with that though is will walter actually come
1: and then you'll, I think you run into the same problem. Then who beats Walter? Right. You know what I mean. I, I, I think uh, yeah. NXT has a has a big man problem.
2: Yeah. Well, you always said you wanted believable champions.
1: I do, but I mean, at, uh, you're all, a champion is only good as as his challengers.
2: Right. And I, mean, if I feel you, like you
1: walk all over your challengers, and what kind of champion are you?
2: And I feel like they're running into that problem with Roman Reigns. I mean, there's rumors that they're gonna have, they're hoping for a Roman Rock match at the next WrestleMania. So by then, his title reigns gonna be a year and a half. Not quite. He might break Punk's record. I don't know. I mean, Punk's modern day record, but I mean, Rey Mysterio. That was kind of out of the blue. Although, I will admit, I enjoyed Roman chucking Dominic. Too bad that there was probably a crash pad.
0: Yeah so and speaking of nxt the return of samoa joe after he was released he's now back he's the special enforcer to william regal right so he can get physical but he can't get in the ring what do you guys think of that turn of events there
2: it's a matter of time i think you're gonna see him and cross i think that's coming even with him not being cleared we don't know if he hasn't been cleared that's the thing I don't know that's a tough role to put him in and not expect that there's going to be some physicality and they had already said you know if he's instigated I mean it's like the Austin storyline as enforcer all over again you know but I think Joe versus Cross at least you got a veteran that might get help Cross get to that next level I don't know we'll we'll see uh, he, maybe he hasn't been cleared or maybe this is their way of testing things out seeing if he can go maybe there's something there I don't know do some light work with him see why. I don't know I feel like I mean as you guys said there's a title challenger problem uh, it's a problem on NXT it's a problem on NXT UK it's a problem on Smackdown Samoa so Joe at least is a not really a fresh face but never seen him face this generation of nxt so let's see what happens
1: i have mixed feelings because i love samoa joe and i would have loved to seen him in a in aew with a different set of competitors different matches you know coming in there just being an a- ass kisser or kicker kisser <laughs> um but at the same time I'm glad he's back it's just you know, I'm wondering why they released him in the first place. I mean, you, you read all kinds of rumors and conjecture and why did he come back? I would love to know the real story. Um, so people were saying that he was sign- they wanted to sign him to a different deal because they wanted him to be a competitor, and they changed his deal while he was injured. I don't know. It, it just—it doesn't seem like it makes any sense. There's no rhyme or reason on what goes on anymore. They, they release people. They're bringing them back. I mean, I would be really concerned if I was an employee there. That you know you don't have no job security whatsoever. One day you're in, next day you're out. You could be back the following week. So, I don't know. I mean, I, I like the fact that he's back. I like the fact that you know he came right out and gotten cross his face and cross walked away. I'm just wondering why I would have li- I would have been more interesting to see him out in the world doing other things. But yeah, at least I get to see him every week on TV. So,
0: like I what do, you I think? like him? I like him back. I like the whole idea that he's on NXT and that's Hunter's Rome who will know how to use him as opposed to the main roster. Um, but like you said, what's the security for anybody anymore? If you're not Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins or Bailey or Sasha, who? what's your protection? There's no guarantees anymore.
1: I'm not even sure they're safe. I mean, at some point, I think anybody is expendable. I mean, I think they're less likely to be released, but they're still not safe. I mean, nobody saw Braun coming. Right. Right? So, I mean, who knows?
2: Well, you mentioned it. Do you think Joe was signed as simply a performer, not necessarily a wrestling talent, or maybe they gave him an announcer's deal to lower the pay. Maybe that was the plan all along.
1: Yeah, I they mean, said- I don't know. I don't know. Maybe his deal expired and they, they wanted to, to figure out if they, he could come back or not, and as soon as he got the clearance, they signed him back up. I don't know. Maybe they were afraid he was going to go to AEW. I don't, you know, who knows? Vince's mind, you know, their, their decisions lately have been all over the place, so who knows what the real story is. We may never know.
0: Not until a broken skull session with uh, him and Stone Cold down the line.
1: I'm wondering if Vince, when Vince finally kicks it, will a lot of stories actually come out? Like, will people be not afraid to talk anymore and are willing to give you a lot, you know, a lot of information? I mean, there's tons of things over the years that you, that happen that you're just like, mm, all right, it happened. Why? Nobody really knows why. So I'm really curious if, if when Vince is gone will that all spill out will there be a book or a special or a, you know something that comes out that gives us all these answers. It's possible. Very possible.
0: Now, let's uh, jump into this week or last week's Dark Side of the Ring. I know Rob, Rob, Rob and I were able to watch it. It was on the Dynamite Kid. Rob, what did did you think of the documentary?
1: Um, Well, you know, again, it's one of those where um, I knew a lot of the story ahead of time. Um, It's been well documented. But at the same time, I mean, what a douche. What a dick. I I walked away from that. Like, where I walked away from the Jake special, like, feeling so bad and so horrible, I felt like Dynamite Kid got everything he deserved because he was a dick in real life he didn't take care of his family uh he had you know he was crazy insane um he just was not a good person you know he just they, like there there's a line you know you you, you read about over the years people who uh, a lot of guys uh they performed pranks on each other mm-hmm. and there's a really fine line when you're doing things like that where it becomes vicious and dynamite kid everything he did was had a vicious edge to it like he had no problem like drugging people, and like shaving their head, and like st- you know shitting in their bags. Like these are all mean things to do. Right. These are I can't imagine you liking someone and doing someone something like that to them. I, I don't understand that how that could even be funny on any level. And they didn't even go into the the depths of it. I know Dynamite Kid and uh, Davy Boy Smith over the years when he was younger, Dynamite used to do that to him all the time. You know he was—he would be afraid to take a drink from Dynamite Kid because Dynamite Kid was always drugging him. And you gotta wonder what what kind of mindset does that, and how someone didn't get seriously hurt. Like he was a a sick, sick person.
0: Yeah.
1: And the fact that he was left alone in a wheelchair by himself—you—if you ask me, you get what you deserve in life. If you act like a piece of shit your whole life, I have no sympathy for you. And the fact that he ended up alone. Mm-hmm broke. I mean, the guys on there that were crying for him, what the fuck was wrong with them? They couldn't come up with anything nice to say about him, and yet they're sitting there crying about him being injured and stuff. I mean, I don't follow it. You know? I I wouldn't even be associated with someone like that. So, to me, when it was over, I was like, oh, screw him. Good. Hope he's burning in hell somewhere.
0: (laughs) I thought it was crazy, the stories. I didn't know much. I knew some of the stories. I knew the uh, Rougeau story. Um... The wife seemed to be a little bit annoyed that he's still bringing it up and, um, well, his ex-wife, bringing it up and kind of rehashing that whole punching him in the face with the real quarters and threatening him but with I the mean, mafia. But, I mean,
1: you, you saw what did in return.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right?
1: He made it seem like there was a mafia hit out on their yeah. family. Yeah.
0: They moved and shit It was crazy
1: That's what I'm saying And Like she had to carry a gun I mean This is not This is way, way beyond Like Good natured pranks And like This is like Criminal Right So I mean It was Insane The stuff they did To each other And and Like I said I've I read I've read a ton of books And it seems like It was kind of the way Back in the day These things happened Right You know, Johnny Valentine, um, guys like him would perform these horrible, horrible pranks in quotes on on these other guys, and you wonder why. Like, wrestling to me is a is a really fucked up business. It really is. There's no
0: rhyme or reason to any of the shit that these guys do to each other,
1: right? And I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand the whole. You go into a locker room and you have to say hello to everybody, and like the the things you do to get heat drawn on you make absolutely no sense in some cases. You it's know, true. like the Miz won the tough enough. Who gave Layfield the right to give him all that shit and to make him feel bad? He just won a contest.
0: Right. It's not his fault. That you he, know, you want it.
1: Right. Right. And I mean, and, and, you know, tough enough to that whole thing. Like with all the wrestlers that were involved, seemed like they were just pissed off about the whole thing. Well, too fucking bad. Right. You know?
0: Yeah. Be mad it's at, at your boss, business. not at the guy who won.
1: Yeah. Right, and I don't understand the relationships, and I don't understand all this kind of stuff, um, and I don't understand how they can see each other later in life and still all be smiley and happy about it either. I I don't I, I don't get it. It seems like it's a horrible business to be a part of, especially back in the day. Yeah, it's true. You know,
0: and so this week we get China. Uh, tonight's episode is about you know the late China, so we'll see how that gets portrayed.
1: I mean, here's another person who falls in love with Triple H, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Breaks up with Triple H, and it fucks up her whole career.
0: Yeah, completely out. You can't
1: tell me yeah. Stephanie didn't have any any hand in getting her out of there. Oh, you know, 100%. so I mean, it's just it's it's a fucked up business. I don't know why anybody wants to get into it. So, but the Dynamite Kid, I mean. I've read all like I said I've read all the stories I've I've heard all of it and good for him I'm glad he, I'm glad he wasn't you know in the end he was miserable and alone cuz that's what he asked for
0: right he his actions brought him on to that.
1: yeah I mean his wife gave him a plane ticket and said go to England leave yeah and he went there by himself without yeah. his family and that's where he died
0: and yeah. didn't see his daughter until like a week or two before he passed Yeah, I mean, he was almost dead, right.
1: So, you know, it's like Grizzly Smith. I'm hoping he's roasting somewhere. Right. You know?
0: Now, um, on the Treasure Hunter special, I know you guys aren't up to date on that, but it was the Andre episode where they were looking for his... uh, uh, I forget what it was, the machine mask machine mask um one of his passports and all that stuff it was pretty cool to see it was cool to see how emotional mark henry got just touching his stuff uh mark henry had a run-in with him when he was younger where he fell over a barricade and andre picked him up and put him back over the barricade when he was a kid so like just seeing that whole aspect then they kind of got played by sonny ono they went all the way out to freaking iowa and Sonny Ono was like, oh, yeah, well, um, you guys are in an auction. So you drove all the way out here, and you're in a live auction between three other guys trying to get this mask. So he really dicked them over. And Mark Henry had to get up and leave because he wanted to break his fucking neck. <laughs> it was, that it's might an be inter- worth watching now that I heard that. It's a, it's a very interesting watch. It was very cool to see. Um, uh my wife wound up watching it and then we wound up watching the HBO documentary on Andre so it was pretty cool
1: you know the one thing I'll say about that show is like I think it's real well and good that they're trying to get this stuff to put it where
0: right you know what I mean tell
1: me you're setting up a a museum and and I want to see it tell me you're putting it in a warehouse somewhere where no one's going to see it I could care less that's I think my problem with this show is they're gathering up all this stuff to do what
0: right like, it would be cool if it was like a traveling museum or something like that that they can do. But we'll see what happens. I
1: mean, that. anything. Set okay. up a, a physical Hall of Fame. Right. It's a tourist attraction. People will come see it. Mm-hmm. It's
2: true. I don't know. Do you think there's enough interest in the Hall of Fame, though, that they could run that year round? And the reason why I bring that up is prime example the Baseball Hall of Fame in Cooperstown, New York. There's plenty of time during the year that they don't get any foot traffic, and I've heard that about several Hall of Fames. The Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame, for example, that's been moved all over the country, and I've heard that they open once or twice a month. I I, I wonder where they could house that and if there would be enough interest to make it a year-round attraction. Or maybe it's some portable thing like access where they just bring just it to the major events. That. that might be Why the best way to go. Why bring
1: stuff to major events so people could see it?
2: You or you have it, or in Orlando as some sort of museum that's open part time. But then you bring some of it to access or some of these fan fests.
1: I mean, you have the performance center. Why can't it be part of that?
2: I wonder if they got any more room keep.
1: I'm just saying there, yeah. there's ways around all of it. You know, so, I don't understand what the gathering of all this stuff is for. If it's just going to sit in a warehouse somewhere, it's already just—it's already better displayed in someone's house than it is locked up in a in a right. uh, you know in a in a warehouse, in a warehouse somewhere. somewhere, not doing anything with it. Right.
0: It's true. So we have a very special night for you night for you guys tonight. We'll be doing a watch along. We got our um, Hell in a Cell picks coming up, but we wanted to let you guys know. Next week's episode, we will have the Graysons, who were on AW Dark two weeks ago, I believe, three weeks ago now. So three they're gonna weeks ago, I think it was. they're gonna let us know about their experience on the road uh, in AW during the pandemic. So be sure to tune in next week for that. It'll be um, a very good listen.
1: Did you catch their match by any chance, either one of you?
0: Not yet. We'll we'll be watching it so before like the
1: too. episode. Yeah they 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 did pretty good they fought um what's their names the bald guy with the and the serpento i can't think of his name right now the other guy
2: uh luther
1: yeah they had a decent showing they did pretty good they, you know they got some potential there they're they're on the smaller side but uh they had some pretty cool moves i thought they had they got some decent offense in so i'm yeah. really interested to talk to them
0: we we've had them on before they were a very good episode um big comic book guys so, the, uh, the Grayson's moniker kind of fits in with them pretty well. So, pretty cool.
1: So, we're going to get along just fine is what you're saying. <laughs> Definitely. As, as you see my mountain <laughs> of comic books behind me. <laughs> Definitely.
0: <laughs> um, so, let's jump into it. Helena in a Cell picks. Stevie G was gracious enough to throw his picks in. So, we'll be going through those as well. But um, we've got two possible matches. Um... We'll start off with the Kevin Owens versus Apollo Crews.
1: Before we start, can I ask a question? Sure. The We're not sure about some of these matches, right? But we're talking about a possible Hell in a Cell, Cesaro, and Rollins. So that would be how many? Three Hell in a Cell matches?
2: I 100% agree with you. But I think we knew going in that was going to happen. We... Said Rhea and Charlotte probably would have been one. Surprised they didn't go that route, but I guess I guess they haven't really had a true title one-on-one match on pay-per-view yet on the main roster, so so be it, except for WrestleMania last year. Lashley versus Drew, we knew that was going to be Hell in a Cell. I think the one that surprised me is the Roman versus Rey Mysterio one. I would have made that a regular match and swapped it out. I don't, I, I don't out.
1: follow that at all. That, that With the such little buildup, you know, it's like, it's all right. We need another Hell in the Cell. Who can we throw in there?
0: Basically, that's what it sounds like, right?
1: All right. I was just curious because um, I didn't realize um, Cesaro and Seth Rollins might be a Hell in the Cell. I thought there was four because I thought Rhea Ripley and Flair were a, a, a Hell in the Cell, and I was like, holy shit,
2: I'll, I'll double much. check. I'll, I'll double check WWE.com. But I, don't I, I think believe you're right.
1: I think it is a regular match, but at the same time, I was like, holy crap, four Hell in the Cell matches. Right. That's ridiculous.
0: It's not special anymore. It's not.
1: Well, again, you know, I've said it before. I'll say it again. Hell in a Cell to me was specific. There's a feud that can't end, and this is the way it's going to end. Now it's like it's a pay-per-view on this calendar, so we have to force it in there. Right. Okay.
2: And what makes it worse is this year they were ripe for the picking with some feuds that actually could warrant a Hell in a Cell match, and then Roman and Rey Mysterio got announced for it. Yeah, I, I don't know.
1: I mean, it could be worse. We could see Roman against Jimmy Uso. Uso. Yes.
2: But at least there was a storyline built up there for a while. Instead of this thrown together shit.
1: Yeah. Alright.
2: I don't know. Whatever. There was actually a top ten video that they put out and it was like the top ten controversies in Hell in a Cell. And this proves your point. I do not even remember like three or four of them. like I, Paul I Bearer speak, turning speak the truth. Right. Paul Bearer turning on Undertaker and his Helena with Kane. I was like, I don't remember this. <laughs> like mm. stuff like that. Uh Miz and Our Truth running in on the Cena, uh, Alberto Del Rio 1 and getting arrested. I don't remember that. I, I like, don't remember. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember even I would that. have said
1: that didn't happen. Man, <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs>
2: yeah, I right. was, Anyway,
1: So we're thinking these first, these final two matches here may be announced tomorrow night.
2: One of the websites thought it was going to get added. I could see the Cesaro-Seth Rollins one I didn't even realize hadn't been announced. Um, Owens, Cruz, I don't think they need to necessarily throw that one on there, but it's rumored. So we'll cover it.
1: That would be seven matches. All
0: right, so I see title. Owens versus Cruz. Stevie G put Apollo Cruz with General, General Amon. He
1: put My Apollo friends. Crew. Apollo Crew, that's right.
0: <laughs> Is that a, a new soccer team out of Columbus? I, I,
1: don't, I, yeah. so, um, I can honestly say I don't give two shits about Apollo Cruz. I feel bad for Kevin Owens. Um, I'll go with Cruz, I suppose. Yeah, same here.
0: I'd love to see Owens get it, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: Kevin Owens is—you know what? Kevin Owens' problem is he's too good. He could fit in any scenario. He can be—he can be a world title contender. He can be an intercontinental title. He can fight for the tag belts. He fits everywhere. Yeah. And that's the negative in this in this environment.
2: I'm torn because I think KO should be getting the IC title over Apollo Crews. I really do. But there's just too much with Crews and this Commander Aziz that they could go with. I hate to say it, but I'm going to agree with you guys. If that match happens, I guess it's Crews. you um, it will be getting angry text messages if KO wins.
1: <laughs> you know what? I can't figure Big I thought Big E was going to start getting a push. Where is and-
2: he? They re-released Aleister Black, and he fell down the pecking order. Yeah. I actually, I actually half thought the way they were setting things up after Black's release, I thought we were going to possibly see KO versus Sami Zayn held on the cell.
1: Yeah. Been Do they have match. any interest in that anymore?
2: Look, I, I agree. The match has been done probably too often over the years, but they always put out a good match. I mean, even WrestleMania, which is probably one of their worst ones, they still were one of the most entertaining matches on that card. But anyway, that's not a match. Moving on.
0: All right, next one, Cesaro versus Rollins, another possible match. Stevie G put Cesaro. I'd have to agree. I think it, it should be Cesaro. But, uh, yeah, Cesaro for me. You
1: know, I think Cesaro will win too, but I can see them giving Seth Rollins this win um, as a possible contender for Roman reigns because like Cesaro already fought reigns and lost right so I don't know what Cesaro gets by winning this match other than winning the feud but i, I I'm going to go Cesaro, but I can definitely see them going Rollins right because Roman reigns needs a needs a challenger. And it would certainly make sense for uh, Rollins to move into that position, especially if you're not going to pull the trigger on Big E. Because I thought we were setting up for a Big E win at some point. I think Big E's going to be the one that finally beats Reigns. But I'm going to go Cesaro.
2: I'm going to end my streak, and I'm going to go with Seth Rollins. I like Cesaro.
1: I talked you into it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, you didn't talk – it's not even that you talked me into it. I – I feel like Cesaro, just as it always happens with him, he gets hot for a little while, and I think it's kind of, it's kind of down, back it's fizzling out. And I like yeah, the guy.
1: If he doesn't win, I mean, Seth Rollins beat the living shit out of him. Like he's got like, logic would say he's got to win. He's got to get his revenge. Right. But yeah, but the, I hear what you're saying. At the same time, I mean, trust me, I, I'm I'm on the fence about this match more than anything else.
2: Well. If you look at last week's, and we don't we don't have this week's SmackDown to go off of, but last week's SmackDown, Cesaro then appeared on Ding Dong Hello, attacking Cesaro or uh, Seth Rollins, and basically pants the crap out of him. So I, I, I don't know.
1: I go go, what you think? You're on a hot streak.
2: Yeah, am I? Yeah, um, it's got to it's got to end at some point.
1: You look like a champion, even though you're not.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not like I'm making a dent in that lead you got anyway. So what do I? What the three I, of
1: us would have to die for you to catch up. <laughs> and even then, I'm not so sure.
2: I, I'm doing the math. You're so far ahead of all of us. You, we'd have to like get to a Royal Rumble or some sort of battle royal to even have a chance.
1: I may have to relinquish the title. I have no challengers. <laughs> like Roman Reigns.
2: Why haven't you signed up with WWE? He needs challengers. There you yeah. go. I mean, what's the rumor? It's gonna Deeper be
1: negotiations, uh... dude. Yeah, right, right.
2: <laughs> I mean, Lashley's rumored to be facing Kofi, who's been pushed as a tag team wrestler for how long? After this, so oh well. Anyway, we gotta get to that picket. Right. I digress. So,
0: I think this next one's pretty predictable: Alexa Bliss versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, Stevie G put my wife Alexa. <laughs> I'm not sure if he's talking that- about Alexa Bliss or his Alexa at home. <laughs> but um.
1: Uh Oh, oh, his his stand-up Alexa?
2: (laughs) No, the... The stand-up that's locked in a storage unit right now.
1: There you go. So he tells you.
2: I was figuring the Alexa from Amazon. What is the Silence of the Lambs? He keeps her locked up.
1: (laughs) Alexa Bliss for me. Yeah, same here.
2: I'm going to agree with you. I mean, I like Shayna Baszler. We know that, but I think there's more.
1: She hasn't been used right from the minute she's come to the main roster so uh
2: and i'll give the girl credit for the shit they keep giving her she keeps going out there and doing the best she can but yeah i was and i like the corny horror movies such as child's play but as i'm watching monday night i'd heard, read people shitting all over what happened and i was watching and i was like this is a tv show like a horror tv show or something like that new child's play series that's coming out i could see it but um on raw and as the main event segment I don't know if it was in the middle of the show maybe but I think they're trying too hard to make Alexa like fill in for the Fiend
1: meanwhile the Fiend's sitting at home collecting yeah. a paycheck so
2: mm-hmm.
1: alright well, Bianca Belair ugh, versus Bailey Bianca <laughs> <laughs> Belair I mean has anybody's title reign fizzled more than hers not really it's been horrible. I mean, real. She's done nothing. Yeah.
2: She, and yet she, the belt. And still got the belt.
1: She doesn't. But she doesn't move the needle at all.
2: Right. I don't think so. I agree with you.
1: You know what I mean? Like, I, I when her segments come on, I'm like, oh my god, she's not even. She's not good on the mic. She's not good in the ring. I mean, Bailey is being thrown to the wolves. I you are you think you think they're setting her up for the return of Banks and Banks is going to be the one that beats her finally?
2: I think the rumor is SummerSlam. Yeah, we'll see that match.
1: All right, I'm going to go Belair. I I don't think Bailey has a chance, unfortunately. Agreed. And I can Rude. tell you, I hate this ding dong bullshit they've got her doing too. Yeah. She's way more talented than their, what they're giving her.
0: Right. Yeah, I agree with
1: you. I think it's Belair.
2: Yeah, across the board, we're going Bel Air, and and I like Bailey. Yeah, the the ding dong hello segments actually, I think they're decent enough. I think I was getting more irritated with the, <laughs> the laughing shit that. She yeah, it was retarded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, anyway, and Stephen picked quote predictable the fresh bitch of Bel Air.
1: Yeah. Is she a name or a location? Because you wrote Bel Air like Bel Air, California. <laughs>
2: Oh, <laughs> well, I was going it was Steven's fault for saying Fresh Prince of Bel Air and he actually spelled Bel-Air the Bianca way, so go <laughs> he figure. Did. He did. Alright, so
0: here's another I think predictable one. Raw
1: women's. You think this match is predictable?
0: I th- I think it goes to Ray Ripley. I don't think you give it to Charlotte at this point. No? Alright, let's see
1: I don't know They've made her look I mean I'm not going to get into my issues with Charlotte <laughs> I, I don't want to I, I, I'm having too good of a night I don't want to ruin it There you go But they uh, Why does everybody have to look like an idiot next to her? I mean, Nikki Cross looks like a moron Right Alright, they right. They're, they're touting the fact that she lasted two minutes in the ring with her I mean, holy shit Are you kidding me? I'm so... Every time Charlotte comes on, I change the channel. She really... She's got, like... In in my mind, she's X-Pac. Right? She's got X-Pac. I can't stand her. I hate everything around her. I want... I'm gonna... I'm gonna say Ripley because I want her to win. But I can definitely see her not winning.
2: You said X-Pac. Now I got that... This thought in my head that she's gonna be the next one to make a porno where she's bigger than her than her partner although I guess is um, uh, uh, probably bigger bigger in the chest area I, she's, I, I got,
1: she's got a weird body she's annoying I, everybody keeps saying she's the best wrestler I've ever seen I don't see it and I'm tired of everyone looking inferior to her I, I don't understand it you know everybody gets dumb when they get in the ring with her all of a sudden she, mm-hmm. she doesn't sell anything I, I just don't follow it I don't know so I'm going Rhea all the way. I want her to win. I'm glad she when she kicked her in the face today, and I was like, I hope she broke her nose.
0: <laughs> then we'd get a Bret Hart rant
1: out of nowhere. Oh, I would. I would be so happy if she did that ended her career. <laughs>
0: Encyclopedia. Who do you got in this one? <laughs> uh.
2: Very good question. I don't feel like the Rhea Ripley character is that interesting either.
1: No, they've done nothing with her either. Yeah. She's one dimensional. She comes out and she smiles a lot. Yeah. She is Ronda Rousey.
2: I think the I think the problem here's Ronda is- Rousey happy.
1: Here's Ronda ha- Rousey mad. Here's Ronda noticed- Rousey eating dinner. <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm going to go with Rhea Ripley just because she still hasn't gotten a clean one-on-one victory over Charlotte Flair. For no.
1: well, those of you wondering, I was making the same face for everything that, <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that Ronda Rousey did. <laughs> All right, so next,
0: next one is uh, Roman Reigns. Versus Rey Mysterio. Should not even be a match.
1: Yeah. Ria.
0: So um.
1: You didn't take that from my rant that I that I picked me <laughs> a <Rhea> Ripley <Jesus.
2: laughs> So you okay, had but Stevie but G I, put. But you know, could very well have been bitching and. I hear you. Them picking Charlotte anyway. So guys, apologies. We went off course because the encyclopedia was not paying attention. <laughs>
0: It's all right. Uh, Stevie G put predictable Roman. <clears throat> uh, I think it's Roman Reigns. I don't think he gets the title taken off of him until at least WrestleMania.
1: Not by Pee Wee. No way. Yeah,
0: no way.
2: <laughs> Pee Wee. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Um, no, I. I, yeah, I
1: Roman I Reigns has taken bigger shits than Rey Mysterio. I got news for you. <laughs>
2: They could put Ray and Dominic in a handicap match against him and Hell and Self for the belt, and I'd still pick Roman. Ryan Roman Reigns, now.
1: right? They should have Dominic sit on Ray's shoulders and have him fight <laughs> Roman Reigns chicken style. They still lose.
2: Like the little. I masculine. gotta. I gotta say, Roman's compelling as this mafia-style uh, heel. I mean, I really wish. He, it's sad. I'm so sick of Dominic Mysterio. I really wish he legit had taken that fall on SmackDown. <laughs>
1: tell you what if roman does not beat ray without without outside interference they've ruined his entire they've ruined his entire character there's no way he should need any outside help beating ray mysterio i don't care what you say
2: and, and did you see uh, on social media roman reigns actually told john cena and the rock to stay on the set yeah
1: yeah because who wants to see that match <laughs> right
2: Roman and Cena is the rumor for SummerSlam. I could see them going that route. That's I hope um, Roman a team match. Hmm?
1: Roman beats him.
2: He beat him already. When like, they did.
1: I hope it's like a two minute squash like when he, when he lost to the Undertaker.
2: Mm-hmm. I think it was uh well, it was uh, one of those No Mercy pay per views that they threw Roman versus Cena on there, which everyone was like, Really? First time you're doing a no mercy? And then Roman actually won clean. Anyway.
0: All right, final Wait one. Last chance Hell in a Cell match for the WWE Championship: Bobby Lashley versus Drew
2: McIntyre.
1: Last chance means what if McIntyre loses, he never gets a title shot again?
2: He never gets a title shot as long as Lashley is champion. They carefully worded that.
1: So McIntyre has to win then, right?
2: Uh, unless he wants to, they want to steal a playbook from Cody.
1: Nobody's stealing anything from Cody. <laughs> Not, notice, notice no one else has got a neck tattoo
0: right.
1: so <laughs> thanks Cody I was on the fence about that and
0: now I'm not doing it so. yeah. I'm over it I'm not doing it not
1: happening <laughs> I thought about it for a minute and then I look at yours I, said, yeah. I get it I don't know what do you like I mean your brother put Stevie put predictable Lashley I think he's totally off base on that one I don't think it's predictable by any stretch
2: I actually, I'm going I agree with him. I think it is gonna be. Uh,
1: is that why you're like, typing over your name? <laughs> <laughs> Twice. It's like yeah. <laughs> a like Yeah. Know, really a new
2: name. I like that. And the
1: name.
2: Next week's <laughs> entrance. Next week I'll be. Uh, We'll have to come up with something clever with the Graysons. No, actually, then they'd probably hang up the phone. Um, no, so let's, let's not be clever. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'll, I'm going to stick with Lashley. I, for, I, I don't believe that this is the last time we'll see Drew as a champion <laughs> or when that reign ended, but I don't think it's happening this Sunday. No. There's, see, there's two instances with the Seth Rollins-Cesaro match, and that's rumored and this Lashley-McIntyre match. I might screw myself big time to on this pay-per-view.
1: Freddie, who do you like?
0: <sighs>
2: Rob Stolling.
0: Are there fans no, here? I, I, I think I know what I want, but I want to hear his feedback. Are there fans in the in uh, going to be at this event?
2: No. Nope. Nope. Uh, SmackDown and July 16th ish, I think. And then Money in the Bank is the first pay per view, like two days later. Alrighty. Ah, uh, so. I'm going to go
0: with Lashley. I don't think Drew gets it until there's fans back in in the seats.
1: But if he loses here, he's not going to beat Lashley for it. Someone else will have to beat Lashley. And then McIntyre will have to beat him. Right. Um, I am going to go Drew McIntyre. And I don't know why. I don't really care. I just think uh, that last chance thing is kind of catching me. Gotcha.
0: All right, so those are our picks for tonight. <clears throat> we now have our WWE watch-along that we spoke about last week. Um, for those of you who will be watching along on the network, we are pulling up to – It's not the
2: network. It's not the network. Oh,
0: that's right. Peacock. I'm sorry.
2: Unless you're international, then you still get the network.
1: Right. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes. Hello to all of our international listeners. Yes. <laughs> Hola. Anybody know any other languages? Yeah. Konnichiwa.
0: So we will be starting at. Say.
2: <laughs> so we lost three cultures right now. Three cultures. Now. Right but I there. said
1: hello to them. What did I do wrong?
2: Oh bloody hell! <laughs>
1: Right now we lost. Somebody. Yeah, now we
2: lost the English audience. <laughs>
1: Woo! Was that Scottish or Irish? I couldn't tell, but we lost both of them. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Throw British in there. We lost the entire into- the United Kingdom and their former ownership. They're going to
1: show up to the UK and they're not going to let you in. <laughs> exactly.
0: We heard your episode. Have to come home. <laughs> Laura's allowed in.
2: You must.
1: <laughs> right, your wife can come in. Sorry, sorry, you need to leave.
2: Yeah. So, she'll we probably, are... She'd probably be like, see you in a month.
1: Yeah, oh, I know your wife would. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we are going I'm to... like guess you're
1: going, oh, what do you okay. want me to do? I mean, you know, we had, we spent the money and... <laughs> <laughs> All right, are we ready?
0: All right, so we are going to start at one eleven. So, Encyclopedia, would you like to count us down and bring us in?
2: Because... I made this my number five match on the countdown last week. Well, you guys made it number one. Number Let's go one. that route. <laughs> hey,
1: maybe well, I'll get you, sold on you this were one. Complete, we, we determined you were completely wrong. So
2: That's fine. <laughs> that is totally. F- I'm always wrong, didn't we not? <laughs> you know,
1: it's no fun when you admit to it, right? Yeah. You should put up a little bit of a fight.
2: The biggest mistake you made was when you opened your mouth while I was in Disney. Because I've been cooperating ever since. <laughs>
1: All right. It'll, the worm will turn. Don't
2: worry. <laughs> this two you shall pass.
1: You can't keep it up forever.
2: Okay, so I'll say I'll do countdown and then say play. When I say play, you hit play. Ready? Three, two, one, play. So, we're starting off with the Heart Foundation entrance because, honestly, we don't think anybody is going to want to listen to 45 minutes of this. <laughs> okay. So, we knocked about seven minutes
1: I'm not sure I want to listen to 45 minutes of this So I may check out at some point
0: So I'm, I'm digging uh, The Finks uh, Cowboy hat As he's announcing everybody
2: But listen to this crowd Just for Brian Pillman Who really wasn't that Popular in WWF overall
1: No but he was popular in Canada Yeah
2: I remember seeing the outside of the saddle dome so many times and wondering how the sight lines could be because it literally shaped like a saddle Like if you're sitting in the nosebleeds, but I guess they got it shaped properly I don't know. They gave the anvil the old the blaze theme <laughs> Yeah,
1: uh, can you help me I think it's old funny old old in old the old British Bulldog and his name it's the British bulldog and yet they loved him in Canada anyway
0: right Oh, look at that the old school European championship
1: Mm
0: -hmm. the title the title they made for the bulldog himself
1: all right Diana maybe five years too late to wear a half shirt
2: Mm -hmm. oh you didn't know she had that on during the British bulldog documentary a few weeks ago the same shirt
1: no I was I was joking I'm gonna say whoa
0: the miss calgary sash that she has on
2: hey people of Calgary love that heart family yeah.
1: well they're Calgary's made up of mostly hearts that's why yeah. basically <laughs> there's like 50 a million of them yeah.
2: I heard that the old heart house with the dungeons actually a historical landmark there I wonder if you could visit it does anyone know? I have no idea.
1: I can I, I really try seeing selling that to my wife. Yeah, I want to go up to Calgary to, to see to the now. heart house, and she'll be like, "Is that where you'll be living after our divorce? Right. So is that where I should send your mail?"
0: <laughs> Forward everything to there.
1: Right. Yeah. <laughs> is that where you want your stuff shipped?
0: Right. So as Brett comes out, um, we did get the news that. AEW is coming to New York mm-hmm. in September, I believe, right?
2: Yeah, they're going to be at Prudential Center in Newark, first or second. I, they're do, they're actually doing two shows in the New York area, but Arthur Ashe Stadium, a tennis stadium. Yeah. I've been there. Have you? I didn't even know that it had a roof on it until until the story came out.
1: I don't think I, you know what I think I saw. I think I saw Pearl Jam in the outside stadium, mm. and the Arthur Ashe was next to it.
2: Right. Well, in your defense, when did you see Pearl Jam?
1: Oh, forever ago. Ninety-one, yeah, the one,
2: the roof two, only got two. added in the last ten years.
1: Okay, so it may have been before that. Okay.
2: Apparently, the stadium holds twenty three thousand people. So good for them. Yeah. I don't know that Queens is a great location to host a wrestling show and to get most of the New York audience. I mean, I'll be honest, living in Jersey, I wouldn't go all the way out to Queens for a Dynamite show, but.
0: L-O-D, ladies of doom?
2: (laughs) No, it's in drag.
0: Ladies of drag, all right. Man, the old-school Brett glasses.
2: Stu always had that same look on his face when they showed him. So everybody
0: kind of matched up pretty evenly in this match. Ryan Pillman and Ken Shermock match evenly?
1: I was going to say, um, yeah, I'm going to disagree with you on that one. <laughs>
0: well, I i mean, who would you put him against? Or you'd switch him over to... Uh... To Goldust? So,
2: yes. And actually, if you think about it, SummerSlam-wise, the only one who didn't have a match or any involvement against somebody else was Brett. I mean, even Anvil was rumored to, he was going to shave his goatee if uh, somebody lost at SummerSlam. I think if they didn't clean clean sweep, and then all of a sudden he just disappeared off TV instead. He probably said that, and then when he got through the curtain, Vince was like, "Um, Jim, you're not all going to win.
1: I mean, if you think about it, this matchup on paper, the Americans clearly have a better team. You think so? Hell yeah.
2: Well, yeah, I guess Goldust is the only one I question, but yeah.
1: I mean, I love Pillman, but Pillman didn't win a a lot of championships, a lot of big matches.
2: Yeah, most of his stuff shit was in WCW.
1: And you know, Jim Neidhart I mean he's a tag team wrestler.
2: Right. Mm.
1: You know? So I mean, you you put this match in Madison Square Garden, the Canadians may not win, but...
2: but God, listen to the crowd with the booze and everything.
1: Yeah. Well they tear every move the the Hart Foundation made. Anything they did.
0: I did like how they all had the matching jackets except for Pillman.
1: I mean, I can honestly say I've watched this match several times, and it, it's still fun every time.
0: It definitely holds up.
2: I was going to say, where is the referee?
1: Ooh. Uh, he's not saying anything. Austin just rubbed his laces across Brett's face, and he didn't say anything about that either. So he's not doing anything. He's going to count the pin.
2: Now look he's how, counting.
1: Look how slow he's counting, though.
2: I mean, he might have been talking to Anvil with the shoelace thing, but... Wow. You would think Austin would have learned not to put that hold on Brett since their first match, that's what you... Brett kicked off the turnbuckle when he was stuck in it. Yep, there it is. But Austin learned to let go for once.
1: Shayna Baszler hasn't learned that yet. Truth.
0: What I'm loving here is they're telling this story in the match. It's not just big spot after big spot. Like, he's working certain parts. He's, you know, getting the heat, the heel heat with the, you know, the lace scratch across the face. Like, it was good stuff. How many different tag teams was Anvil in?
1: He was Brett and Owen, right? Were his main partners.
0: Yeah. And I know we've mentioned it before, but out of all these guys, how many are still alive? Four?
1: Shamrock. Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. Goldust.
2: And Austin. Austin. And Austin. Damn.
0: I love that Austin still rolling up the crowd from the corner.
1: You know what? I, I'll never quite understand. I know I said it before about wrestling what a fucked up business it is, but I mean, a lot of these guys knew that other guys were doing drugs, were you know, in getting themselves into dangerous situations, and no one ever seems like no one ever steps in and says, you know what? We're not letting you wrestle anymore.
0: Right.
1: We're not, you know, we're, we're like they're not getting regular physicals. Like it sounds like like Eddie Guerrero's situation could have been somebody should have picked that up somewhere. that his heart He was having all kinds of heart issues. Right. You know, some people didn't notice that Chris Benoit was starting to act really off the wall. And they all talk about it afterwards. Like, oh, yeah, you know, he was getting a little out there and no one, you know, no one really like steps in and says, that's it. You know, we're not booking you anymore. Right. You need to set, you know and then after, and then it, it all comes back as a tragedy you know I mean if you think about it all the guys that died in the ring really Owen is the only one that didn't didn't deserve it now, I'm not saying deserve it as in like they deserve to die but Owen died by accident right everyone else had some kind of drug or alcohol problem or steroid issues wow. I mean I I really honestly don't see I mean I like I love watching wrestling but I would never want to be a wrestler or involved in the industry they all sound like they're a bunch of wackos
2: I mean, it was a dream for me to be a wrestler one day, but I don't think I could have held up, so.
1: What happened? Uh, Huh? What happened? What do you mean? Why didn't you do it?
2: Probably like most fans, I was too chicken to try it. Not to mention, I did have a bad back for a while. I tried to body slam somebody that was twice my size and threw my back out. And I was like 14 at the time. I was on the couch for like three days.
1: Was it the $10,000 challenge?
2: <laughs> um, was Kamala, was actually, it, <laughs>
1: it,
2: it was that summer.
1: It was the $10 challenge.
0: <laughs> that was the Anthony fuck this shit. <laughs>
1: Mine was, I wasn't 6'4". You're a never-ending source of material, I have to say.
2: <laughs> I'll just give a shorter version of Steven's.
1: I never knew you wanted to be a wrestler. I never wanted to be a wrestler. I liked watching it. I never, always thought it was insane.
2: Well, you saw the bad backyard wrestling video, Steven, and I did. Oh you didn't think that... oh,
1: we, should, we should do a watch-along of one of those. Oh, my God, that would be the best.
2: That would be perfect. The only oh problem is it would have to be some sort of streaming video so people could actually watch the terribleness.
1: We'd have to post it to YouTube. Yeah, we would. Mm. Oh I did God. want to be Andy. a wrestler too. I would I would back in the day. I would book a 2-hour show for that one.
0: <laughs> Clear my whole weekend for
1: that. <laughs> I would want to stop and like make notations on the screen. I would want to do like old type of I would want to do, like, a PowerPoint presentation. We'd have to do, like, stop motion, stop here. I want to comment on that. We'd have to.
0: Rob would have detailed notes in the uh, the doc. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh. Freddie, if you haven't seen those, it's like a car accident. You can't look away. I got I to get my eyes you on You want those. to look away, but you can't. <laughs>
0: So, how many guys in the ring right now do you think were on steroids at the time? Shamrock, all Animal, all of them, Davy Boy.
1: <laughs> I mean, the only one you might make an argument for is Goldust. Yeah, because he never had a, a a real muscular body.
2: Do you think Anvil did?
1: Dude, it, it's all it was all over. His football days, he did steroids forever. Mm. They all did. It was the thing to do back then. Yeah. And then <laughs> let's face it, the schedule they kept—how could you not? When were you getting time to go to the gym? How are you getting over all these injuries?
2: Yeah.
1: You know. I mean, I'm I'm really surprised. You know, they went ahead and tried to ban them and all that because how else are you supposed to? I mean, look what look what happened to the Ultimate Warrior, right? I mean, here's, he's he's the, one of the biggest ones you can tell. He came out, and he was huge. And then they when they brought him back, you were like, that can't be the Ultimate Warrior. Right.
0: It, the original Ultimate Warrior died. I remember that was the... <laughs> Who let the, the air thing. out of
1: the Ultimate Warrior?
0: <laughs> yeah. Everything was like, oh, the original Ultimate Warrior died. This guy's a copycat. Like The not-so-Ultimate Warrior. I, right. mean, I don't know. Remember when he came out with his comic books? and all that shit that was crazy Anthony
1: actually gave me I just sold what his comic book for him <laughs> <laughs>
2: I had the warrior
1: I had that I don't know forever ago I don't know what happened to it I might have threw it away or wiped my ass with it I don't know what I did with it but I didn't i, I didn't have, when Anthony gave it to me I was like oh my god this is a blast from the past I haven't seen this thing in forever
2: and sadly you said if I had taken better care of it it would have gotten more
1: yeah I got 15 bucks for it
2: Nice.
1: Yeah. Which I could have gotten more if it would have been in better condition, but I got fifteen bucks for it. So All right, so you got all these guys in the ring. Who's the best wrestler on each side?
2: I'd say honestly, Brett and Austin, hands down. The only one on the Hart Foundation side I think is comparable is Owen. Mm. Yeah. I would have to agree with you on that.
1: Did the elite Did the LOD and the Hart Foundation have matches?
0: Yes, back in
2: the day, didn't they? Yeah, I think that it was one of those Coliseum video deals.
1: But not a, not a series, really. I don't think so. Because I think the 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 Hart Foundation was first, right, and then LOD came out later, and they never really. I think Brett was almost single at that point, right? A single wrestler.
2: Uh Oh, you know what? If the, if it happened, it might have been in the summer of 90. Oh, I forgot that one of the Hart Foundation guys threw a beer at Austin. It might Bruce have been too Hart. soon because Austin didn't react to it. I think it was Bruce, right? That's Bruce. That guy could not help getting himself in the spotlight every time. Every single time. Without well, he's
1: one of those guys where he's a big, big famous wrestler in Canada, but never made it to the States. And I don't know if you know this, he was Pillman's first partner. They were called Bad Company in in, uh, Canada.
2: Hmm.
1: So, I don't know why he never made it. I don't know why when when, uh, Stu Hart made that deal to sell Calgary Wrestling, why he didn't have, it was only Bret, uh, Owen, The Anvil, and Davey Boy. I don't know why the rest of them didn't get contracts. I don't know if they didn't want it or what, but I don't know if Bruce was too old. I don't know the story, that story, but
0: he never had really the, well, neither
1: did Brett at the beginning the
0: physique to it.
1: Yeah. I mean, if you see, you've seen, I mean, I remember Brett Hart as a preliminary guy in 84 and 85 and he was puny. Yeah. So you can't tell me he didn't do steroids.
0: Then he got real big
1: and then slimmed down again.
0: Yeah, Anthony was right. It was one of those Coliseum
1: matches. But they never really had a a series of matches, so.
0: SummerSlam 91 was one of them as well?
2: No, 91, 91 was Brett Perfect. Because it's.
0: Oh, maybe this is wrong here. Heart Foundation take on battle at
1: SummerSlam 91.
2: Maybe it was you the I wonder if these Slam guys Slam. had as
1: much fun in the ring as we did watching it. Because mm. I can only imagine the crowd must have really fired them all up. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you rarely drawing... get this kind of ovation. Yeah, that and ad this is a 10-man tag. This isn't even for a belt. This is just pride on the line. Ouch. Fire
2: extinguisher, I forgot about that. That's
1: right. Oh, help him out there, Steve.
0: This was, like, at the peak of Austin's kind of rise to stardom, wasn't it?
2: Yeah, it was, he was getting there. I mean, he was already main eventer, and they I think they had already decided we're going to get to WrestleMania and put the belt on him then, so he had to go down a few notches temporarily. Right. What is that? There was a poster. What? said something about Dreamer for Lawler's Four Shot Island. I couldn't read it.
1: I wonder whose decision it was to have Owen and Austin step out of the match for a while. I wonder if it was to lengthen the match. Like, why you wouldn't have Brett and uh, Austin go out.
2: Well, maybe it was to help set up SummerSlam. Because we know it ends up being Austin Owen for the IC strap then.
1: Yeah, maybe.
0: Right, and Brett was... I'm sure he had so much pull because it was in Canada. He was like, I'm not getting out of this match.
2: So, Anvil and Road Warrior, just to get the test of strength going, they were both... High as fuck. It's like they couldn't figure out how to start it.
1: What was the... Do you remember what the setup for this match was?
2: Um, I think it was just simply...
1: We're going to Canada, so uh, we'll, we'll let the hard foundation win.
2: No, I remember there was a Raw where Brett was talking smack about the U.S. And I believe... God, I'm... I don't I I Austin might have came out and then Sid came out and then Ken Shermer, because Sid was originally penciled in to be in this match. But he had to go play in another softball league.
0: Is that why we got gold dust?
2: Maybe. I'm sure the in your house Canadian Stampede wiki page will probably remind me.
0: Why is it that Ken Shamrock looks bigger now than he did when in his WWE run?
2: He's definitely riding up now, right?
1: He certainly looks old.
2: Yeah, his skin. Okay, so apparently, at King of the Ring, Bret Hart challenged the five best American wrestlers to fight his team. And Austin entered himself into the match. Let's see. Before the match, the Heart Foundation attacked Austin, prompting Mankind to replace him in the match. Yeah, it sounds like it was a Brett Challenge that started the whole thing.
1: Hey, Shamrock, what are you waiting for? A bus? Right.
2: And this is one of the guys that Brett said he would have dropped the title to on his way out. Well, Shamrock, by the end of this year, even though he doesn't win the European title next month, the next month at SummerSlam, Shamrock was actually the number one contender after the screw job. You know that whole segment with Shawn Michaels, they were training him for the match so they kept twisting his boot around to prepare him for the ankle lock.
1: <laughs> you know, when when you talk about uh, Bret Hart and you start thinking about what he was talking about, you know, the Canadian, uh, the screw job and all that, why didn't they just have him, let him lose to who he wanted to lose to and then give the belt to Sean in, in like another week or so?
2: That's a very good question. I think you know? part of the problem was he felt he'd been disrespected by Sean so he wouldn't drop it there, but he also didn't want to drop it in Canada. I think that's what it came down to. It was the fact I think that that's he what was, it was
1: doesn't matter and then Sean was just icing on the cake.
2: Yeah. I think it was timing. I think he refused to drop it in Canada and that was going to be his last pay per view.
1: Right. I mean did he really think he was gonna give Vince was gonna give him the chance to walk away with the belt? I mean I don't think Brett would have done it, but I mean, did you really think he was going to give him that opportunity?
2: I think you gotta look at bret hart is a guy that didn't do the wrong thing most of the time he was always trying to do the right thing so i agree with you i think he would have stayed around long enough to drop it i don't think his wcw debut was supposed to be until like i think december but yeah i don't know i i don't
1: know i I think what happened was when he started putting all these restrictions like i'm not going to lose it here i'm not vince lost faith in him maybe and said you know what I gotta get the I I can't ha, can't risk him going on WCW TV with my title.
2: Well, and they said that the final decision that he and Vince had made was that he was gonna basically come out on Raw the next night after Survivor series and just hand the belt over. But how interesting would that have been, you know?
1: Well, I mean the other thing I don't get about that is take the belt from him. Mm. So he wants to leave, and you strip him on Monday night. Right. Yeah. You know, and you make it like, you know, like, I I don't understand how that, it it sounded like a pissing contest.
0: I'm sure Sean had to, he played a role in it as well. Like, let's fuck this guy. Like, if he's not going to do business with us, let's just do it now.
1: Well, I mean, you know, the standard for business is that you're supposed to drop the belt on the way out, right? Or you're supposed to lose to guys on the way out. And I, I understand where Brett's coming from, but he's coming—he's not coming from a position of ownership. Right. Where if, if he, he would have showed up in WCW TV with the WWF belt, it probably would have... WWF might have went under.
2: Well, and here's another thing. He was the son of a promoter, so he should have known better.
1: Right. Right. I mean, he should have just done what he was told to do. He should have dropped the belt to Sean. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I mean, I get that he didn't want it to be Sean, didn't so he be so it. But he would have it to somebody take else,
1: it? right?
2: That was and so have f-
1: Sean win it the following week or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, who cares? It's a, it's a prop.
2: <clears throat> yeah, title but
1: belts at that time barely had any significance as it was. So what? In the
2: '97. Yeah. I'd argue that it was after Austin won the belt that the other title started meaningless.
1: Hmm. I mean, you can make an argument for that.
2: Yeah, I don't. I, I still remember the title being prestigious, not getting passed around like a hot potato it was really austin's reign he dropped it after three months to Kane for one night i think that's really when they started really treating it like a prop instead of trying to make it seem like a legitimate sporting achievement right. yes i just sounded like a fucking mark when i said that sorry
1: no but i mean it's funny how it's funny how uh things are are how things are perceived because like now People are already clamoring for Kenny Omega to lose the belt. But Kenny Omega, if you ask me, is bringing a lot of prestige to the belt. He's defending it often. He's defending against multiple contenders. Mm-hmm. He's champion in three different companies.
2: I'd That's actually what you argue. Wanted, right?
1: When Mike Tyson won all the all belts, right. no one was clamoring to get him off at him.
2: I'd actually argue, if anything, it's, uh, it's an issue of lack of challengers. I mean, who would have expected Pac and Orange Cassidy to be? facing Omega at that last pay per view. Right. There's a major problem building up top contenders and really the top pro wrestling in the US in general. But that's because they they build the
0: champions so much that they don't they don't look around and say, Okay, here's our, you know, six month plan. We're gonna do this, we're mm-hmm. gonna get this guy, we're gonna build him to this. And then once the time comes, we'll pass him along and he'll be the next challenger. There's no build-up to anybody else. There's no character development.
1: Well, you know, what? back in the day, it used to be there were certain guys that were championship-level guys. And then there were other guys that were were perennial contenders. And then there were guys that were, like, mid-carders. And now the lines are so blurred. Right. You know, once you give the belt to, like, a Dolph Ziggler, a Swagger... Um, you know, guys like that who are we're probably better off as contenders than champions, you start to lessen the title. You know, there used to be heated debates over who would be the champion. When Ric Flair got the belt, he had a lobby for it with all the other promoters. You know, there they, and promoters would try to push their guys. And now it's like they put the world the world title gets passed around too much. Whereas There should really only be an upper echelon set of guys who win the belt. I mean, that's what's going on in Japan. I know you guys don't really follow Japan all that much, but the uh, IWGP title was considered one of the most prestigious titles in the world, and now it's almost a joke because it's being passed around, and they're giving it to guys who really are not ever considered world championship material. Um, Back in the day, it never changed hands. I mean, when it changed hands, it was an event. You know, it, when Inoki had it, and he, when he lost to Hogan that time by Countout, I and mean, that was like, oh my God, how did that happen? Now it's like, you know, you you pick up, uh, go on a website, and it, the title's changing hands all the time. Right.
0: How bad was that sequence on the outside right there? I didn't, I didn't, didn't want to
1: jump in on your rant. But, um <laughs> you can always interrupt my rant, it's fine. See,
2: you guys you guys were saying this is the greatest match in, in your house history. I still don't see it. It was so overbooked.
1: That's the was, but this is when book matches weren't overbooked. You're I looking it was, at it with you're looking at it with today's eyes, you're not looking no, at it with nineteen ninety seven. I'm
2: eyes. not because I didn't love this match back then either. What do you know? Not much, because my win loss record on picks proves it
1: it's your it looks your opinion you're entitled to it it's wrong but that's okay we love you anyway i don't know he i, I love saying that <laughs> i love um i love this match from the first time i saw it i was just caught up in the, the hoopla i guess i don't know and the fact that austin ate a pin i think was big
2: yeah that was big so and to went hart nobody saw that coming right
0: yeah, this guy legit fell four times trying to get over the barricade once he went to do his first move on the outside. <laughs> now you know why feet, he didn't get bro. signed. <laughs> he couldn't yeah. get in the
1: ring. <laughs> he failed the first test.
0: It's like, did you have sneakers? Dress shoes? What the hell?
2: Austin trying to leave it on the side of the ramp? No, no, he goes back. He ends up coming back, and I think he gets handcuffed and flips the Canadians the bird.
1: And now the entire country of Canada gets in the ring. (laughs)
2: Basically. Maybe I'm remembering the wrong show.
0: Which is the one when all the kids get in the ring? It's this one.
2: Is it this, it's one?
0: this one? Natalia gets in, TJ Hart. like
2: <laughs> TJ Wilson. Was... TJ Wilson, yes. TJ Wilson, sorry. He he got in by Ma- – wow, look at that look on Owen's face. Look pissed about something. There's Austin. You had it right. Called it.
1: I hate the Anvil too. Hit him. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> is
2: my least favorite. You know Pat Bruce Patterson Hart was loving getting goes, involved.
1: Pat Patterson and the crowd goes banana.
0: It would have been great to see the Mountie come out. That would have been hilarious. <laughs>
1: Hey Patterson, watch your hands. <laughs>
2: Jeez. <laughs> oh, thank you for waiting till the end before we lost another audience.
1: I read his I read his book. It was pretty good.
2: I think I think I actually might have read and maybe it was the biography. No, it was the WWE Network special I saw.
0: They loved arresting Austin at the time. Mm. He must have gotten arrested every other week. Every week. week. Yeah.
2: Way to no sell the beating, though, as you think about it.
1: Funny how I didn't see him in jail in Canada.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> Somebody just kicked him in the head. <laughs>
2: probably bruce It's probably
0: bruce hart that guy always stirred shit up well he didn't fall so i'm not sure if it was bruce
2: there it is double bird you know it's kind of interesting that brett and austin like still have all this respect for each other because a lot of ways brett character was the type of uh, Austin's character was the type of guy that Brett used to hate that Russell had gotten too dirty right yeah. yeah Owen was upset about something who was Owen <laughs> yeah Owen looked pissed about something you see Stu's trying to get up the stairs and he actually tried to wave Brian Pelman off yeah God, Brian's giving more respect to Stu than his own kids.
1: He doesn't want to get stretched.
2: Here come the kids. There's
1: Mm -hmm. uh,
0: Davey's son right there.
2: So we're going to see your favorite Natty, or are you going to cut it off before then?
0: I'm ready to cut it off right now. I don't want to see
2: your stupid
1: I, face. I, I cut it off. All
0: right. So, there we go, everybody. We thank you guys for listening. This Sports Frenzy Podcast.com, This Sports Frenzy Pod on Twitter, and The Sports Frenzy Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. We thank you guys for listening. Tune in next week for the Graysons. Rob's got one more thing.
1: No, that's what I was pointing to. I wanted to make sure you mentioned the Grayson's again. All right.
0: We will have the Grayson's on next week, so stay tuned for that. We will catch you guys next week. Peace.